robots for eyes. Robots for eyes. <laughs> that was the intro. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? I'm all good. How about you? I'm all right, mate. You had a good week? Yeah, actually. Busy, but I'm, you know. What have you been up to? Doing my usual stuff, working. You've been, uh, i got to say, have you been painting houses, have you? Yes. Uh, whose house have you been painting? Loads of people's. Have you been painting one on this road? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> did you paint Gemma's house? I did. What happened? I dropped a bit of green on the carpet <laughs> and I can't get it up. <laughs> she just I was there for about an hour and a half trying to get it out. Just couldn't do it. She honestly doesn't care. She she's just moved in. Gemma might have moved in. Absolutely raging. <laughs> you what the fuck? Prick. They've just moved into a house, completely gutted it, top to bottom. I blame it on the paint because <laughs> I had to put four <laughs> fucking coats on. <laughs> what, did you? Mm. And Gemma's you see, if I, di- if I didn't have to do that, right... Usually it would have covered in two, I except three because it's such a crazy colour. But if I didn't have to turn it to the fourth, there'd be no fucking stain on the mark what? on the on the carpet. What colour was it? Pink. Fucking this horrible green there. She <laughs> <laughs> destroyed the carpet. She wasn't bothered. No. I laughed because Hannah told me last night. And I oh, laughed. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Rob's gonna have to buy a new carpet then." That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh well. She gave us that on the floor down there as well. What's that? What's that? Well, have a look at it. And it's something that we're gonna have to do. Ah, like a <laughs> vodka shot game. Extreme hot, like super heat, chilly vodka, wheel of death game. Nice, I like it. Looks very good. Don't we're going to have to get into that. Cheers, Gem. We'll, uh, we'll have to do yeah. it soon. Definitely. I think, we, I think Gem needs to come and do it. I think Matt. so, yeah. Needs to be on it. At least just do one shot with us. Do so the chilli- other than chilli- that, chilli how was your week other than that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was that last night. I was laughing so hard. I was just... I, I was I was fuming because <laughs> I, I picked up the um the dust sheet and I was like, "What the fuck?" It must have trod on and gone through it or something, and it just fucking wrecked the carpet. One like, of them oh. things, isn't it? Yeah, one of those. I was gutted <laughs> about it. I was gutted. What did she say when you said it? Not much, really. Just you know, it didn't matter. Basically, I was like, "Okay, never mind." Oh well, it is what it is. Well, sh- should we do some shout outs? Let's do it. Sajid Mahmood. Uh, he sounds like someone in Parliament. It does, doesn't it? Sounds like, isn't it the Home Secretary or something like that? <laughs> it could be now after the <laughs> mad reshuffling that's been going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Leslie Bland. Leslie Bland. I'm guessing she's just boring. She's what? Boring. Oh, bland. right, okay. Pretty bland. Yeah. She might be. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? no Leslie. Andrew Brennand. Andrew Brennand. He sounds mm-hmm. like someone who like, does shoots. I think it's Brennand. I really should write this stuff down properly. He sounds like, like you know, like shoots, like fox hunting shoots and... Or rabbit shoots, or whatever they're called. He sounds like one of those. The third, Andrew Bennon the third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Woodhouse. Um, well, he makes wooden houses, clearly. <sighs> Sorry, like a log cabins drinking. and stuff. So, like, um, have you ever seen that treehouse program where they build crazy mad, like, almost houses you could live in in people's trees in the garden? Um, yes, kind of, yes. They're amazing, they are. I know, but supply, I don't. Is that, that weird, is that that weird, um, like reality TV show one when they're all going, "Come on, we need to get this ready, guys." You know, like, it's fucking bullshit. This, yeah, is. we've only got a day to do it. Well, don't rush it. Someone's mm. spending like thirty grand on it. Yeah. You need to take a couple of weeks to <laughs> do. They're gonna be pissed off if you're going it up in a day and fuck off. They'll be like, they've ripped us off on labour. Yeah, can yeah, you build it out of right. wood as well? Come get on. it right, lads. Come on, Christine Bradley. Um, it's quite hard to put something to that. Next one will be easy. Sarah Abbott. Sarah Abbott. Yeah. Well, Surely she's a brewer. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that then, yeah. She's that's why I thought you would have done that straight away. No, no, missed that out. Missed that one. And James Jackson. Well, part of my, uh, Michael Jackson's clan. 
<laughs> He's gone. We still need to do an episode of Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't really I think I was talking about this the other night, actually. Will you? Yeah, yeah. Who with? Um, Calf. Oh, yeah. And the neighbour. About the Michael Jackson episode? Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether we should... I mean, it's been... Surely, like, everyone knows everything about him now, that he was married to a small boy and... All, all that, that kind of stuff. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I think we should. I think we should, probably. Yeah, yeah. At some point. I want to do one on Steve Irwin. So Good nobody day, rob it. Crikey. That'd be brilliant, that one, Will. I reckon he's had a crazy life. Well, he did at the end. Yeah, man. I'm stung by a stingray through the heart. That, like, has only killed, like, two people ever or something. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, you fucking what? I'm, like, the world's greatest explorer, animal finder, slash, like, like <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but and you just stabbed me in the heart, you prick. Are you all right, mate? You all didn't right? They, didn't they burn the tapes or something? There was tapes, wasn't there? And they burnt them. Apparently so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he bled out. It wasn't like poison, was it? Isn't no, it like one, of, one of his last words was like, I'm dying or something. He was just like, Yeah, he'd know, wouldn't he? Of course, I think anyone would with looking into your chest and it's like literally gulping blood out. You'd be like, Oh, shit. That was horrible, good. that was. Holy shit paced. He was a legend, he was. He was. So, um, he's been dead ages as well now. Yeah, like proper, long time. 15 years, something like that. Isn't probably long, yeah, probably. I'd say. Okay, now, have you seen what was his, what's his daughter called? Bindi. No, no. She was like being held above like crocodiles as a a toddler, <laughs> and now she's getting married or something. Right. Like, Jesus Christ. Is she married to Jesus Christ? She's well fit as well. Is she? Yeah. I haven't s- no, I haven't seen Bindi. So you've got two drawings to do this week. Have I? Oh yeah, I've got to do Colonial Park one of them. Because um, yeah, we uh, uploaded a Carousel Sniper Victim Robots for Eyes crossover podcast yesterday, which um, if you haven't. Send the lads some love. Go and get, leave him a five-star review because Sean worked his ass off getting yeah. that editing done. He did. He, I listened to um, a couple of podcasts and he was doing... Um, he said it took eight hours for him to get to about an hour of yeah. ours. Yeah. Of the podcast sorted. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, colossal. So show him some love. Leave him some reviews. And share their shit on social media. And share our stuff as well. Share our stuff. Try and make people like our page. <laughs> yeah, right. try and make force them like them. it <laughs> force them to like We're getting it lo- even at gunpoint if you can just get them at gunpoint and go with a cap gun yeah just go look sign up you'll be alright if not something might happen so we've had to write down the names of everybody that have won these previous works of art that Rob have done so we don't because otherwise I'm going to end up send, like revealing the winner as somebody who's already won um, so uh, yeah keep keep doing that and everybody that is have got their privacy settings ramped up just drop us a um, a message or something, letting us know that you've won, or that you're uh, that you shared at least. Yeah, and then we know then because yeah. a lot of time it's hidden and we can't tell what's going on. Yeah, so yeah, if you've got like a uh, privacy settings and you want to keep it the same, share it, send us a screenshot, or just you know share it and just type shared or something. People are, people are, and everybody will win at some point. But you know, there's a lot trying of trying to be fair, aren't we? Yeah. So we'll get through it. Just keep doing it, and it'll be, uh, it'll be sound. And we'll have millions of people liking us, and we'll and be can, millionaires. You can share it on well, whatever, whatever social media that you come across us on. Share it on that. Yeah. Just do it. Whatever. Yeah, man. And you can, uh, you can win there as well. So uh, yeah, let's um, let's get on with it. Then. Let's do it.
a twister, isn't it? It's not. If it's a pop one, you get a nice. Yeah, you do. Do you know what we're doing this week? I haven't got a clue. Well, it's, this is actually number one on the um, on our list that we compiled, started compiling like two and a half years ago. Oh right, okay. Um, I don't know who suggested it. <laughs> okay. Was, it, no was it between like me and you, or was it between other people? Could or have been. I don't who know. Who knows? So uh, if you if this is your suggestion and you're still listening, then uh, let us know. We'll yeah. Send you somebody else. I mean, but we, yeah, it's more like a, it's. Time. I wrote down it in the um, in, in the notes. It's time slips as the subject, but it's more like time and anomalies and uh, you know weird events where time has ceased to flow normally, or right. people have walked back in time. Okay. You think any? <laughs> your face straight away. <laughs> Go on. I I don't know. I'm just laughing because I just think um, it's probably bullshit. But time travel is possible in some respects. Well, you can if you don't like go into space and go like a million miles an hour or something. Yeah, like, because the clocks on the International Space Stations, they run slower than the clocks stationary on the ground. And, like, right. G- GPS satellites have to equate for that. Okay. Otherwise, people would be getting lost as fuck everywhere. And it's because it's, like, speed and, and massive objects with huge gravitational fields bend the fabric of space and time, which alter the rate that time passes, which is nuts. Mm. It, it's mad, isn't it, when you yeah. think... What? Yeah, I mean, in the theory where they can, like you say, when you say bend, you can they also can bend like the universe and basically do shorter distances, but it's long distance or well, something. It's something like weird like that. Wormholes theory in it, where like yeah, they can bring instead of like travelling from point A to point B, you just bring point A and point B together. Yeah, and then just but with a rope. Yeah, or just pull it. Some sort of really, really high tech rope. <laughs> That's the case, <laughs> and they they definitely exist in nature. Mother Nature can make time machines. Mm-hmm. Like the extremest form that we know of is the black hole, which we've obviously mentioned in the black hole episode, and because they accelerate matter to incredibly high speeds. And if you were pulled in by one, you'd travel so fast whilst you're hurtling towards the event horizon, you'd experience time passing increasingly slower and slower until it basically almost stops. And like people on the outside watching you, for them, time elapses at its normal rate. So it's like super quick. Yeah. But but for you, you're like, what, why is that geezer standing up there not moving? Just, oh, yeah. just getting out, looking down, going... It's, mm. n- it's nuts. And like photons of light, for instance, like this sort of... I mean, a photon, it's not like a particle. It's sort of like a, a quantum uh, fluctuation of energy in the ele- electromagnetic spectrum that you can perceive as light, I suppose. That'd be, I don't know if that's a good way of describing <laughs> it. But you can't... I mean, they're massless. You can't pick them up or anything. But they travel at the fastest speed possible, right? which is, is light speed, obviously. In what's mile that, an hour. That, what's that? For like 330-something thousand mile an hour? Is it that's like, like per second. Per second, in, in, in miles per hour, it's 670,616,629 miles an hour. It's not bad, is it? And because they're travelling at light speed, they literally don't experience time. Time has no meaning for them. Yeah, but it's hard to. Well, I can't. I can't judge that. You know what I mean? I'm trying to work out yeah. why, but it must, in a way, it must be because it's it's going so. I don't know. I don't know. It's because they're massless and they're travelling. The only thing that can travel at light speed is something that has no mass, and they're massless and they travel at light speed. And because of that, like a one billion year the one billion light year journey from one side of the uni- of the universe to another happens instantly to them. As far as they're concerned, the well, whole... Yeah, if they can travel fucking 600 and something million miles an hour, the 
be fucking it's ridiculous that is they're, they're not bound by time at all they don't no. experience that dimension which is just fuck it's just so crazy yeah. <laughs> imagine that as a train Ah, we're going to mention time travel trains in a bit. Are we? Okay, yeah. cool. Well, why did you say that as a train? Because I just imagine your next stop, it just believe like it, like a not even a nanosecond. If you you know, it's like a normal train station. It just you'd be at all stops simultaneously. That'd be mad, <laughs> wouldn't it? So, ah, so we know, for instance, we we could we could make one. All we got to do is compress like the mass of five hundred million suns into an infinitely dense oh, area for, of yeah, space. We can do that. <laughs> and then basically make a black hole. That's what we're going to give away next on the next competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get Michio Kaku on yeah, yeah. explain it to us. <laughs> Michio Kaku and Neil deGrasse Tyson. So yeah, like you were saying um, about a train track, a, tra- a, um, a train moving along at light speed, you get from point A to point B instantly. You could. There is. I mean, it's all pu- purely theoretical, and it won't happen. But it's just a good analogy of, of showing how it works. Like if you got a train track and built it around the Earth the whole way around, say around the equator, yeah. get on a train and then travelled at, say, 99% the speed of light right? and just kept going for like a week or, or two. On board the train, you would, uh, you'd age slower than everybody else. A, on week. The outside. Yeah. a week at light speed. Be, oh, fuck but yeah. For you, it'd be normal on the inside, but yeah. because of time dilation, everybody else on the outside would be, uh, would you know, be aging normally. So you'd you'd slow down and almost stop whilst they're just sort of, you know, elapsing and carrying on as normal. So if you did it for like 10 years, you'd look basically the same. At light speed you would, because you wouldn't age. Yeah, and then they, everyone else would look 10 years older. Or they'd be dead because of the effects of how how much time has elapsed on the outside. So like if you were on it for like a week and you were travelling at 90% of the speed of light and then you got out, it'd be you like... W- the, you wouldn't want to try... And it'd be the, like be the year 2100 and everybody would be dead. You wouldn't want to try and cross that train track, would you? <laughs> You've got no chance. You're going to get hit. You'd be like... Three times Always there. <laughs> always there, but you can't see it. So it'd be like... <laughs> yeah, it's always there, but it's, al- it's always everywhere simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. So you literally cannot... You cannot do it. It's Yeah, it's you mad. You could not run across it. It's, it's uh, I suppose like the the uh, the train track analogy, and you'd be obliterated as well. Not like just like pushed up the side and like bits of your arms and like bits of you spread out. You'd be like gone. You get you like be dragged at light speed from like nothing <laughs> to light. You'd be speed. on fire. It's kind of like an analogy of saying like um like entering the atmosphere, but like a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be absolutely fucked. You'd just be like a nuclear explosion when it hit you. The amount of energy yeah. given off. That'd be mad. So it's like, it's like pausing your life if you're on that that train and letting the outside world and reality elapse at its normal time whilst you're s- and then you get off and it, you know what I mean it's, how weird is it it's crazy there's so many like hard things it's, it's it's difficult to get your head around and I was reading and reading and reading and I was like oh fuck me man this is just it's so counterintuitive yeah it's too, you know how do these people work this out I know it's probably to, to them a simple equation and working out and going well this must happen because of that but it's it's mad that they can work it out and go right so and that's useful for us to think of other things that may be yeah, happening in yeah. other places on the in the universe. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Well, Einstein proved that time isn't constant, which is true, as we've just discussed. And uh, it's time is dependent on the viewer and can go in any direction, which is, I mean, what? It can go backwards as well as forwards. So you physically become younger. Is that possible? Or is that like to somebody? Is it like a videotape being rewound? It's weird, isn't it? But if you can time travel, is it actually time travelling or is it more just slowing time right down? Because if you could go back in time, in then the you could believe that. But like, 
if if you if you started now on this train which went for like ten years, in theory you're not going back in time. You're just sort of freezing your time. Yeah, but it only goes to the future. That does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I mean. You can't go yeah. back. You're in pausing time. your life. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. slowing the time down inside that train to just almost need to, a standstill compared they to the outside. They just need to invent that, right, that train, get that sorted quite quickly, right? <laughs> and then just anyone who's, like, ill or is, like, you know, very poorly, like, there's no cures, just chuck him on that train and go, right, we don't know when it's going to stop, mate, but you'll be on it for whatever, a week, it's maybe, but it would be, like, 10 years or something. 100 years. You can um, and we'll probably have a cure for you then. Do you, that Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would work, maybe. Maybe. In principle, was just, it? We've just got to invent that first. It's probably easier to just like work on a cure, to be honest. I think it might be a bit easier <laughs> than to build a, t- a train track around the earth that travels at light speed. <laughs> it's not just full of ill people. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Prolonging their Hurtling life. Hurtling into the future or pausing <laughs> their life, depending on which way you're looking at it and where you are. The ill train. <laughs> so the problem with time travel is it creates mad paradox. Like, you know, like, have you ever heard of the grandfather paradox? No, no, no. That's where, like, say you in, you uh, you invent a time machine and you travel back in time to, like, a, a period of in the past where before your father was born mm-hmm. and then murder your granddad. It's a bit harsh, but you can you can see what would happen there. Because if you kill your granddad before he fathered your dad... Then, then in theory, you're not in, in existence anymore. Yeah. So how did you go back and kill him if you weren't born in the first place? Mm. It's weird, isn't it? I don't think it's possible. Well, that it can. Sort we are talking about like stupidly like, like advanced things that we <laughs> and a human we can't do ever probably. Well, this is the thing of the this is the fun of the paradox because if and that's the other thing like if time travel was possible, where is everybody? They could, I mean like the Fermi paradox where they talk about where are the aliens? Yeah, because in theory it's, it's already happened. If that's the case, isn't it? Well, you could be everywhere simultaneously because yeah. time means nothing to you, so yeah. you would be everywhere all the time. <laughs> Which is weird, isn't it? Quite cool. But the the, uh, grandfather paradox can sort of be explained. Like, say, for instance, like when you killed your granddad, what happened is you split reality and created another timeline, effectively creating a parallel universe. So after killing him, you return to the present day and everything about you has completely disappeared. So you've got no friends. There's no records of you, no family. Your house is gone. So in effect, you're living in an entirely new parallel reality where you never existed. Thus, there is no parallel. You're there and you exist, but you're not existing in their world. Because they can see you and go, all right, mate, I was sort of going all that. But like, you're kind of disappeared no from of nowhere. Which is, what be like, which is what a lot... There's been like... There's imagine trying to explain that. Who are you? You, you know, you, you, we've just found out we don't know who the fuck you are. You're just here... Explain yourself. Well, well, I went back in time and I killed my granddad, <laughs> which also didn't mean my dad was born, and it also meant I wasn't born. So, hence why I don't exist, but I'm here. There's people that have d- said things like that. There's a guy called John Titor, which there's, I mean, that's an episode in itself where he's, I think he came from the future, so but there's no record of him. And then you've got the man from Torred, a bloke who appeared at a airport saying he was from a country called Torred. And and there was no. Oh yeah, did, did we do something sure on we that? Could, yeah, we sure we spoke about it briefly. I've got yeah, I think we did. did we? I've yeah, got, I've got a feeling we did an episode. There's loads of little things like this, which I mean they're anecdotal, but it's it's fun to entertain anyway. So then you've got the pedestrian paradox, and this is where the act of somebody travelling back in time becomes part of the past events and actually causes the event that you're trying to prevent from taking place. It sort of it hurts your head, and it's better if you. 
you sort of set up a scenario. So let's say, for instance, a man travels back in time to investigate the cause of a, of a famous fire. And whilst in the building where the fire started, he accidentally knocks over a lamp and causes the fire, which is obviously the same fire that he travelled back in time, years into the future, to, to, to investigate. Yeah. So it's mm. like, okay, so is this some sort of causal loop where you, you're the reason why that fire's going. It'd be a good excuse to get away with stuff, wouldn't it, as well, though? You go, oh, there must have been something went wrong with the, uh, you know, the time travelling. What? You know what? Well, I must have killed a bug or, you know, farted in the wrong direction <laughs> or something. And it's made a, a time loop. Uh, and a, you, I'm now in a different universe, so... It's like the butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird, mate. It's weird. And another example of the, pedest- uh, the pedestrian paradox comes from the film called In the Time Machine, which... I haven't watched. I didn't even hear of until I started reading about all this sort of madness. Yeah. Uh, in it, the main character, a dude called Doctor Alexander, his wife Emma is murdered. So he builds a time machine and he goes back in time to stop stop it from happening, essentially. But he never succeeds, and he's eventually told by like some future scientist dude that it's like, listen, you built your time machine because of your wife's death. If she had lived, the time machine would never have existed. So how can you use a time machine to go back and save her? You are the inescapable result of your tragedy. The fuck? Really makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, but it's a bit mad, though, isn't it? It's completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> Be cool, though. It's utterly mad. It's utterly mad. Yeah. Cause more shit, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, you would. It's simple as, isn't it? It's. I'm just trying to work it out. Then you try and help to help a problem, but you'd end up causing more shit because you'd fuck something up. Well, it's the very the no. existence of your time machine proves Fox. that you c- that your wife died. Yeah, yeah. Because if she if she was alive, then you wouldn't have made it. No. Hmm. Yeah. So your timeline, I suppose, is it like a t- is your timeline doomed to that? Are you never going to escape that? Does that mean you're always going to be alive as well? Then, in theory, it does doesn't it? I don't with know. With a time machine. Uh, we- I imagine you would be because you, you, if, if you point, go backwards actually. and forwards and all that will change things. You could literally keep yourself alive. Or, maybe. You, or you like experiencing different eras of time, whereas you are still you're you're, you're always going to be there. Yeah, but because your time it's elapsing no- time. Yeah, I don't know, mate. My God, it's just like an endless world of questions. Maybe you do live like ninety years or whatever, but that ninety years to somebody in a you know an external observer is actually like a billion years. Because you keep moving really, really quickly. Mm. I don't fucking know, mate. There's another paradox I want to talk about called the Polchinski paradox. And um, that's an easy way of describing it. It's like, what happens if you could throw a ball into a time machine in such a way that when it emerges in the past, it knocks itself away from entering the time machine, thus stopping itself from travelling back in time? See what I mean? Yeah. Does this sort of prove that it can't be done? Could it could it be done right, like you say? Um, so in theory, they're there all the time. Someone's there now, here, there, where, everywhere. But if the time machine breaks for some reason, does that mean they're stuck there, or does it still mean they're still everywhere because they can st- fix it still? But if the time machine broke, surely you'd know. Yeah. And Think what would happen to you? Would you? Because it's a godlike power. You know everything. Could be you, anywhere. Mm, yeah. What happened around Alpha Centauri like 15 million years ago? I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow before <laughs> yeah, you even yeah, ask yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I tell, so me, I'll tell, I'll tell you yesterday. How's I'll, that? Yeah, yeah. I'll just come up to you and tap you on the shoulder and say, look, I know you're going to ask me this question <laughs> yeah. tomorrow, so I'll give you the answer now. It's nuts, isn't it? 
which is fucking crazy, mate. So I thought we'd have a look at some of these time anomalies and more specifically time loops. And uh, there's some really interesting, strange, I mean, yeah, anecdotal stories of time going completely, completely apeshit. And the first one I want to talk about is the um, the Woolwich time anomaly, which is a really interesting and mad case, if it's true, which obviously we can't tell. But the Woolwich foot tunnel runs in London underneath the River Thames. It connects Woolwich in, um, where is it connected? It connects Old Woolwich, sorry, to North Woolwich in North London and it was originally opened in 1912 and it's yeah. like a pedestrian tunnel you can go through it on bikes or whatever um, and it's an alternate route I- I- instead of going on the ferry on the Thames in case that's fucking busy or something Yeah, you just walk under you just want to lose a bit of weight or something you can walk it instead okay. the tunnel's about 500 metres long so it's not particularly short it's not particularly long but it's a fair distance Yeah. now during routine inspections they found leaks coming down from the river above their heads uh, and that to be repaired so they were like, you know what, as well as doing that, why not, we'll do, we'll do other upgrades as well. Just retrofit the whole lot, because if it's going to be shut down, it's going to be an inconvenience. Right. Okay. So on the 24th of September, 2010, they shut it down. And along with doing the um, tiling, they did drainage work, they put CCTV cameras in, communication systems were fitted, new digital signs, with, and, and like I think new lift shafts and things were put in, just a, a proper refit. And the work they reckon was going to take around 11 months, um, and um, so it would have been completed in approximately August 2011. Yep, right, okay. It was a major inconvenience being closed, as you could imagine, doing something like that in the middle of London. It's going to mm. cause a... And, you know, it was adding a lot of time to people's journeys. Time was of the essence, literally, in this case, shall yes. we say. Okay. So the job itself was easy. There was no mad structural work, and the deadline would have been met. If you were, like, quoting it, you'd go, yeah, 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 this is easy. It's just a case of time. But it ended up opening in 2012, a year and a half later, eight months behind schedule, much to the annoyance of the Cockneys. Yes. Now, what most people don't realise, they thought it was just lads, like, you know, not doing the job, Trying to drag the job out to get you want to put you on a fucking day rate right, or something, yeah. yeah. Seventeen people, one person doing the work. Yeah, yeah, like a council job. Yeah, yeah. But they don't realise is that the the contractors and and the lads doing the work were reporting really bizarre experiences. More specifically, time passing at different rates for real inside this tunnel. Right. Like the lads working. How did that work then? Well, we don't know, but I'll I mean I'll go through some of the accounts. Okay. Uh, and what happened yeah. and it's it's so strange because like, the lads when they were down the tunnel they they said that they would experience time slowing down and effectively stopping and it sounds like they were experiencing I suppose it's like a form of time travel or time slips and time loops possibly as far as the lads working and the and the company overseeing the job as far as they were concerned the delays so the work was going fine and the delays weren't caused by normal site holdups they were literally caused by time elapsing at different rates, which is just... I mean, this account here comes from a dude that wanted to re- remain anonymous, which might be suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe it when someone says, I'm not going to tell you my name? I think w- w- this is one far-out excuse from not doing the job. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like, it's, I'm guessing they were on the last warning, and it was like, look, we're going to get fucking fired if we just say, yeah, something went wrong. Like, you know, like... <laughs> We couldn't fix the trap there. Because they go, you can. You, you, fuck, you fucked around. But yeah, you know. We'll prob- just tell them that it was uh, a time anomaly. Yeah, and see what they say. The tunnel changes time. Apparently it did. So this is an account from one guy. He said, I was one of the first to experience it. We were working from both ends of the tunnel and had tents on both sides of the river. 
And it was pretty basic. If you wanted something from the other side, you just had to walk back through the tunnel and get it. The foreman was on the other side of the tunnel and he radioed across and asked me to come over to his side. So I walked through the tunnel. They called it apparently the long walk and said it was quite spooky because there's no one down there. And there's a weird lot like, bend in it as well, so you can't see the whole way through. Right. Which kind of, oh, that was a bit creepy anyway. Anyway, so um, he said he was the only person in the tunnel walking across because the other lads were working on the lift shafts at the time. Mm-hmm. He said, so I cut to the other side yeah. and the foreman's standing there and his eyes nearly popped out of his head. He said... <laughs> He said, I only radioed you a minute ago. How did you get across that fast? He said, right. I, I told him I walked, but apparently he didn't believe him. He thought that he had like um, a buggy or a scooter or something. Because it's 500 metres. Right, yeah. So he thought he was just wondering why, how he, unless it's like Usain Bolt or something. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a prank or something. He said, mm. but I stood my ground and he starts to realise I wasn't joking. Anyway, he forgot what he called me across for and he gives me this big red plastic box and he told me to walk back through the tunnel and hold it up for him when he gets back to the other side, so the original side that he came from. Yeah. He said, so I headed back down the tunnel, and he's like thinking, what, shouldn't we do like some work or something? Yeah. But uh, anyway, your boss has told you to do it. If it's walking about, do it, because it's better than working. So he walks all the way back to the other side, pops up, holds a red box in the air, and then he radioed the foreman. Now he said the, ra- the foreman sounded panicked and completely confused, and he said, you left me no more than a minute ago. He said, that's when I started to realise that something wasn't right. <laughs> Come on, your face. Just sounds like s- someone's been doing some LSD down there with their mates and just going, oh. But it happens right. to loads of people. Mm. So they're going in and just popping up the other side. Cool. Apparently. I hope, well, I'd hope it's true. I'd like that. Well, you, I'd go, do you know what? Let's build, the, build these tunnels e- everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We can get anywhere we want instantly. But so I suppose this, I don't know if it gives it more sort of validity, but he wasn't the only one who was experiencing this stuff. Pretty pr- pretty quickly, a lot of um, a lot of the workers started experiencing weird shit, and it became a running joke. Like, apparently watches were totally useless down inside the tunnel, and they had to take um, egg timers down to try and keep track of time, like mechanical timers. But that doesn't really make sense to me, because surely they'd be affected. Well, yeah, you'd think so, because, yeah. Because... Yeah, it's if it's slowing time down, then yeah, that would be. <laughs> I, I I can't work that out. He said. Uh, he said he went on to say that if you were down there for a full eight hours working the day, like fixing tilings or whatever, you'd finish work, come back up, and it would still be the morning, right? He said it happened to so many people. In the end, some lads went down into the tunnels to stay for as long as possible to see what time they would emerge. And in one instance, a group of contractors camped down there for three days according to their time. But in relation to the outside time, they'd been gone like 10 minutes or something. Bollocks. <laughs> They're just fucking around in a tunnel. Can't be asked to for get the For three days? Done. Yeah, yeah. They can't be asked to get the job done. That's it. <laughs> I was just coming up with this shit. Okay, well, where were they for three days then? In the tunnel. For probably, three days? Probably getting fucking pissed and smoking <laughs> weed in there. <laughs> One fella said he, he spent so much time down in the tunnels that he aged for three years over the course of the job. <laughs> Should have a picture of him just before it and then like three days later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think if you were down a tunnel for like eight hours and come back up to the surface and only one hour had passed, surely that, that would make the job get done double fast? Because you're doing a day's work. That's in a good an point, hour. actually. I'd be like, you lazy fuckers. Even with this like time anomaly, which is slowing time down for us out here, you should have got that done in like a nanosecond. Yeah, you should go down there and come back up in a week and have done like eleven months' work. Yeah, I'd be like, you lazy fuckers. But not so. Apparently, like for instance, like they were say they went down there at seven o'clock, seven thirty in the morning, 
and they were like grafting for eight hours. But when they returned to the surface, it was only eight o'clock. Now the contractors were becoming physically exhausted. And by the end of the day, they felt like they'd been awake for 36 hours. So it became quite unproductive. So there were no issues with the work. The work was easy, but they were just physically wrecked. That's apparently why it got delayed. Right. And they, and also, it's fuck it. If if you've gone down there... Physically wrecked or <laughs> like off their tits on weed and <laughs> beer. When you think about it, like they were like they were coming out and they were like, we've done a day's graft. And like the work that they had done, they'd done their allotted day's work. Someone could go down and look at it and go, well, they have. So they weren't sent down again because they'd done what they were told to do. Right. So they said at first it was it was great because you get your whole day done by 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. But then they'd go sightseeing around London. But then by the evening, they'd felt like they'd been awake for a day and a half because it's like the 24-hour day yeah, yeah. has had an extra eight hours dumped onto it. Really? Or do you reckon they've just gone down and gone, should we say we're done? Go up, do a bit of sightseeing and go on the piss. And then they go, oh, fucking hell, this is shattering. This is... <laughs> yeah. You just can't go back down there again. <laughs> it's fucking 8 o'clock down there. 10 o'clock up here. Then what's going on? I wouldn't tell the secret, would you? I'd just get the job done and go, fucking hell, look at that, I got it done. And then just, like you say, just just chill then. Rather than just fucking moan about it as they're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it was like, I don't think they were really moaning, but they were just like, this is this is what's going on. You just have to get on with it. It's just weird. But they did start to ask questions because they couldn't figure out how, for instance, a guy claimed to be in the tunnel for hours, yet he could instantly be seen on the other side because he went down and popped back up. So we're like, okay, we need to devise an experiment, essentially. And there was a lad called Peter, and what he did is he was like, what we've got to do is you've got to tie a rope round my waist and give it to the lads on the surface, right? Mm. He then made his way into the tunnel, and another lad, I think his name was Brian or something, he followed him down just to make sure he wasn't pissing about. Yeah. And it didn't go fully into the tunnel because he didn't want to be affected by time. So what he did is he um, he just stood like on the edge of um, of like the, the, the steps, and right. just watched him as he went in. He said he watched him walk off into the distance, and he was carrying a uh, Peter was carrying a, a small red flag in his pocket that he was he, when he got to the surface at the other side, he was going to lift it up and wave it as a signal to prove that it yeah that they've got across yeah yeah sort of thing. But then like um, when he lifted when he like waved the flag from the other side, the lads watching across are meant to shout down to Brian, pull the rope. We can see him on the other side. Yeah. So they're trying to like maintain a, a physical. Um, and visual contact with him at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if Peter goes down to the tunnel, for instance, and then pops up the other side instantly, Brian should see the rope go. Yeah, yeah she just, she's just yeah, yeah. But he's got to because it's a physical attachment to him. Yeah. So Peter's like, he's walking through the tunnel, yeah. minding his own business, and he's still in eye contact with Brian, who's not fully in the tunnel but watching him. And then they hear the lads on the surface say, "He's there. We can see him waving a red flag." Right. Right. They didn't know that it was a red flag. He just took that down with him. Right, so they okay. were like, what the fuck? And this is the thing, man, because Peter was still standing in the tunnel. And Brian can look at... He was like, "He's what? He's fucking he's, there? He's in front of me, yeah. He's not actually there. Apparently, he pulled is the red... Is like a twin brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> On the man. other side. Apparently, he pulled the red flag out of his pocket and showed it to Brian. And he was like, how the fuck am I in two places at once? I thought it was a joke at, at, you know, right. at start, but apparently he was visibly scared and worried, which... Like raw fear, I suppose it would be, if you thought some weird shit was going on. Cool. But then he kept walking. I think at that point I would have turned back round, scared as fuck. But he kept walking, popped up on the other side of the tunnel, and then waved the flag. Again? No. The same. Oh, the same. Yeah. Then he was like seeing the, the, the distortion in time almost. It's fucking mad. That is crazy. 
So so yeah, it was like he carried on anyway, but like it was like he didn't. It's like he accelerated into the future and popped up the other side. Yeah, and also, also then when he got like you say, he got should have got worried. He carried on anyway. Yeah, and so if he if he decided if he come back, would that mean they wouldn't have seen him? Well, he obviously something new. It already happened. The future was there. It, the future had already happened. Because if he did, if he if he chose to turn around and come back, he wouldn't have been up on the other side. But he carried on. They saw the future. It'd be a good little like race, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? If you get someone to go over a bridge, not not through the tunnel, and you go, I'll give you like a massive head start. <laughs> <laughs> just leg it through. And just just walk into it and go up the other side. There we go. It's like Mario, you know, with the um the pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bra, 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 as he goes down and comes out in another one, it'd be like that, wouldn't like it? A wormhole or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this got me thinking, right? Because the tunnel was like five hundred meters long. That's a hell of a fucking rope to drag. Mm. Half a kilometer. It must have been yeah. really. Must have. Yeah. See what I mean? It's little things like that. You start thinking, Hank, why say little things? Yeah, but is it rope or string? Time. You might get away with string, but if it was like a fucking rope rope, you know, the ones that people climb upon, like ships and stuff, it's like something like that. you got no chance of carrying it's it. It's like 1,600 foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be fucked by the time we got to yeah, the end. You would, wouldn't you? You'd be absolutely knackered. Once it reopened, nobody reported any disturbances at all whatsoever. And appa- apparently, uh, I say experts, people that are in the know regarding time slips, said that it's when you disturb the fabric of an old building, things like this can happen. An old building? Well, this thing was built in 1912, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but what's really what a building got to do with time and... I don't know. That's what they say. That sounds like one of those people. It may have been aliens. I, I think it was... Um, I think somebody was auditing the, the contractor's timesheets and they were like, shit, we've just got to... we fucked up here, lads. <laughs> yeah, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, how are we gonna? How are we gonna really just? Should we just? We're gonna get the sack. Let's just try and like confuse them to fuck so they forget about the whole situation. Well, you see, management of us not getting the job done. Management knew about it, but didn't say anything to sort of you know any other authority, which is a bit. You'd think that if you, you experience that, you'd there, be like, you? like ringing Brian Cox, going, "Have a look at this, yeah, son. What's going on here? Have like a butcher's a vortex black hole appearing, and I'm appearing out the other side in about a nanosecond. Yeah, watch me throw this ball down there, and it and it will just." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up the other side instantly. I'd be like, get Steve Backley here. <laughs> get his javelin, it'd just be <laughs> out the other side like a rocket. <laughs> or, this is just a load of cockney lies. You cockney liars. I think so. I think they've all just got lazy and they just need to make an excuse. But like they, they started making an excuse up and like you say, in theory, I would have gone, well, you should have got it done like like yesterday then. Yeah. So, you, you're really shooting yourself in you the foot You should have said here, that like. time accelerated. Should not slow down. Yeah, yeah, accelerate like mega. Yeah, so yeah. You went down there for eight hours, and you've been down there a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, if you've done that, you've been missing for a month. Yeah, if you've done that, you got well. You haven't got a chance of it of us believing you. But it's it's you, you, your story now is worse because you could have got like like you say eleven months work done in like two weeks. If you're grafted, like yeah. fuckers. Yeah. But well, we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we've got some accounts from a place called Bowl Street in Liverpool, and then Donald Trump. The Time Traveller. Fucking hell, that was a close one. My God. 
You don't want to know what Rob nearly pulled on a computer. My heart came <laughs> out of my chest then. Luckily, I've got like cat-like reactions. You'd have to have you time travelled. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, my Jack. Be- before it falls over, I just turn up and put my hand on it. But that's like doing that, isn't it? <laughs> right. So um, yeah, Bold Street in Liverpool. Okay. Loads of people have reported crazy time anomalies on Bowl Street. People regularly report that they're walking down the road and then they literally walk into the past. Right. <laughs> I wish we were filming this. I was like, what are you talking about? Isn't that just because they, they haven't updated their stuff there? And they're just like, like 1940s. <laughs> no, this is like, even <laughs> makes matter. So we got this account. The first one I'll go through here was from a, um, a police officer who used to work on Merseyside. There's a dude called Frank. Um, no second name. Probably wanted to remain anonymous. Obviously, like most of them do. So do you think that being a police officer reporting crazy, weird shit gives it any form of legitimacy? No. Why? Because Aren't they respected members of the society? There's, there's about a million fucktards out there, <laughs> and it can be anyone. So you're not having it? If no, you... if Donald Trump's one. He's oh, a fucktard. That's a good point. <laughs> we'll, get <laughs> to, we'll get to Trump in a minute. Okay. So this happened back in 1996. And as the story goes, Frank was out shopping with his wife, which is torture. Nope, nope, nope. Do you ever do that? Nope, not really. I'm too busy working. Good. It's better. Because <laughs> I have to. It's one of those, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's better <laughs> than... So anyway, he's shopping with his missus, and they agreed to split up so they could go to like different shops and save time. Or I suspect Frank wanted to go and have a couple of pints. Which is, you know, like acceptable. Yeah, loved it. So we, um, they arranged to meet up at a bookshop called Dylan's in like an hour or something like that. So she went that way, he went that way, whatever. He said he was walking down the road minding his own business and he felt a weird, like, this is weird though, he said he felt a weird sensation, like everything around him went completely silent. And this is, he doesn't know what he was describing at the time, he was just saying what happened. But what he's saying, what he's describing sounds like the Oz effect, which loads of people have reported on Bold Street. And around the world, it's not just there. It happens. It precedes weird, unusual events. Like you know, if you'll be walking through a forest, hiking or something like that, and then all of a sudden you'll notice the animals have gone quiet. Right. Yeah. And there's like, no like, wind. Like it's because there's some sort of a massive beast ready to rape everything. Yeah. Or and an alien just goes shut the fuck up. Or an alien abducts you, or you, yeah, or you yeah. walk back in time. Mm-hmm. But this is what was happening to Frank. He said he was beginning to realise that there was no sound. What's like complete silence? Like he's in a bubble of. A vacuum bubble almost, isn't yeah. it? Completely detached from everything else. And he was nearly hit by a van. He kind of like beeped his horn, beat the horn and swerved out the way of him. It sounds like, sort of, it sounds very movie like that does. Walking right, down yeah. suddenly and the car swerved. Was there boxes that he drove into? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cardboard boxes everywhere. <laughs> Why did I used to do that? Drive into boxes it's all the time? It's dramatic, I suppose. Do you reckon, like, if to catch a criminal, right? If that was the logic, all you'd do is go, right, we know they're going to do a robbery here. We know we can't catch them on foot. So what we do is we'll put some boxes in that corner there and we'll just ch- follow them in the car it's and they'll just crash into it and that'll be the end. Ultimate cheap special effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's, he's walking down the road. It goes, all goes quiet and the van nearly hits him. Right. And because he was a police officer, he took, he took note of this because the area of Bold Street that he was walking in was um, pedestrianised. There's nothing. And he was like, who's that? Yeah, yeah. Fucking arse. Fuck driving down here, yeah. This is just for walking. So he, he took note of the van, said it looked really old for starters, but whatever, man. Sometimes you see like some weird, you know, like artisan coffee truck. Well, yeah, you get, you get like those camper 
wagon things and you get old vans. I've seen some which are like the 80s. And camper wagons from like the 60s you see yeah. driving around, don't you, and all that. Well, he reckoned it was from the 1940s or 50s. and yeah. From the 1720s. <laughs> yeah, it had a horse. Yeah, like, what? There's a horse <laughs> in the van. It was an Pushing it. <laughs> like Fred Flintstone, but a horse. <laughs> yeah. He said it had cardins written on the side of the uh, of the, the panelling. Mm. And he didn't really think much of it because he was outside the bookshop. It's like, whatever, I've written it down. We'll see. Um, so he goes inside to meet his missus, except he looks up and the shop's not called Dylan's. It's called Crips. And it sold hanging, uh, like, uh, handbags. Crips. Yeah, man, and bloods. Uh, <laughs> he's a clothes shop and he was meant to be a bookshop. So right. This is, this is weird. And he's, he turns around and he's like, what's going on? Am I in the wrong place? Yeah, so he walked down the wrong road. Yeah, yeah. And he, everybody was wearing, he reckons, like, 1950s, 1960s style clothes. And he was like, what the fuck is going on? So he, he goes, he's, i just got to go in the shop. Yeah. This is might be in there. I don't know what's going on. As he goes in, another woman walks in front of him, like just in front of the door or whatever. They acknowledge, tip of the hat or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he enters the shop, Frank says that the interior suddenly changed. Like it didn't, he didn't see it change and like morph. He said it was just different, like in the blink of an eye. It was okay. this, and then it was that. It was just back to normal, full of books. He turns around, and the woman is still there, dressed in like her 1950s clothes. And he was like, did you did you just see that, love? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I thought this was a clothes shop. He sees his wife, and he heads over to her, like, confused as fuck. And then they head out of the shop, right? So if this count is real, if it's real, yeah. he seems to have walked into the past and somehow returned with a woman who saw the future. What the fuck? Where's she now? Can she be tracked down? Did she return to the past? Hmm. See, it gets deeper, man, because unknown to Frank, there was a local company called Cardins, and the bookshop used to be a clothes shop back Crips. in the day. Yeah, Crips used to be. <laughs> used to be. So I, I think that's. It's just a fucking funny story, man. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's. It's. Uh, it's uh, is he. How old is he? Do we know how old Frank is? I don't know, mid fifties or something, probably. Could he? Mm-hmm. Could he possibly just had a random, <coughs> um, pardon me, uh, daydream of like maybe when he was young and there the shop was called Crips and yeah, and maybe. He said maybe just going. This was used to be Crips and then for some reason the he fucking just. Fucking hell, mate! Where the fuck am I? <laughs> good. That was a good accent, actually. Thought Rooney was in the room then. Aye, mate. Because uh, he's living near us now, isn't he? Is he? Well. Ranch in Derby, so most likely. You want to watch out, mate. Some crazy animals running around there that got released, like panthers and well, shit. Rooney's there. He's a crazy animal. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be having a go on everything. He will. Oh yeah, man. If you want to get, <laughs> s- if you're a lady of the night and you want to get some work, go Derby. Go Derby. <laughs> he's got some cash as well, you know. I know he has. Yeah, <laughs> he should have when he's on like a million pound a week. He's just signed player coach for Derby, right? And a betting company's paying his wage. Oh, right, okay. What the fuck is that about? The matter. We're digressing we're for no an reason. episode on Wayne Rooney. <laughs> yeah, with his uh, stupidness. So there's reports of people, like, experiencing, like, they're coming home and saying, oh, yeah, I popped into mother care or whatever, and then, like, the f- people are going, mother care was shut in the 1980s, what are you talking about? Like, oh, no, it's at the bottom of the hill. In 2006, for instance, there was a, a shoplifter who was running away from the law, just nicked, I don't know what the fuck he nicked, whatever. And he uh, he ran down an alleyway, and uh, he came out in 1967. Apparently, this the young <laughs> lad. How did he know it was 1967? He, he picked. He ran onto the street, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" He picked up a newspaper and read the date. And it was 1967. He was like May or something. Yeah, he p- his mobile phone didn't work, and there were some roadworks on the edge of Bold Street. 
right. which had disappeared. And he was like, well, "What's going on?" He just kept. He said he kept walking up the road, and eventually he started to get signal on his phone. And when he started to get signal, he turned around, looked down the street, and he could see the past whilst he was standing in the future or in the, in the present time, which is weird. I th- I, th- I think there's just some very strong crystal meth going around there. It sounds good, doesn't it? Need yeah. to get some right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> but the police officer he was chasing him said that he was, you know, I mean, I don't know, I was three feet away, but he was reasonably close to him as he ran down the alley and when he turned in behind him he'd just fucking gone apparently just puffed away whoop you having that Rob? no <laughs> I'm having these as excuses for either against their missus for staying out for too long or no you just like have a pint yeah just have a pint and just yeah just a weird excuse to try and make them go oh yeah because sometimes they believe in like ghost things and all that don't they so you, can't, you just don't believe what I saw down there and then they panic, and then it's the same thing. You just go, oh, I need to get this beer out of me. How am I going to do this? I'm gonna, you know, I've been gone three hours. I'm pissed. Um, I got stuck into some sort of ectoplasm everywhere. I went into 19. And it's not there now. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuck in the past. You're like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? It, it really happened. Maybe he knows his, his wife or, you know, the husband, whatever your respective partner is. You know that they're just a sucker for a good story, so you just come up with it. Yeah, you, just you do get them. people like that, don't you? Yeah. I went I went to a wedding and there was a, a lady who, I, I don't know if I'm bringing up, she, um, she's just be saying, oh, I'll send you these books, but you've got to send them back because they'll come after me. People will come after me. You what? can't get You buy them online. If you try and buy them online... Um, the book mafia. I don't know. It's obviously something to do with whatever is in these books. They know they watch on Amazon. If you buy on Amazon, they'll they'll What's come and in get these you. books. Just all sorts of weird conspiracies and stuff. But yeah, I was just like, you know, when you get sent them for the post. You know, when you get like, um, when you, I, you, I like talk, listening and talking to it. But when it gets serious like that, I think, come on, I think he's getting pushed too far. This is now. That's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Definitely. I want to know what was in the books. What did she say was in them? Just all sorts of weird stuff. You she didn't, didn't care, did you? No, I, you I, was, I was too. I was drunk. I was at a <laughs> wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. so I was just going like that. I was eating chicken dinner and listening to <laughs> to this sort of maybe seventy year old lady who's why was she telling you something? I don't about know, but she's in this group and they meet up in different areas because they're frightened that they're going to get caught by these other people. Yeah, what yeah, I know, I was just like, you know, when I was thinking, what what has been put in my drink? Why was she te- why was she talking to you about it? Because of what I was talking about the podcast and and uh... all conspiracies and all that and. You see, that's where you fucked up. Never yeah. tell anyone. Keep well, well, it wasn't, it wasn't me who bring it up. So that was what made it worse. Oh, she knew about it beforehand. No, um, it was bring up by calf. Oh, so right. it was bring up, and then, and then obviously it's it's you know she starts talking about it, and there's all sorts of weird what stuff. What conspiracies? Yeah, yeah. So all that kind of so stuff. I need to know. Can be anything, mate. But like she was, yeah, she's just saying life's controlled by other people. Blah blah blah. Yeah, probably is. Um, she said, oh, she said, um, Jesus is an alien. Right, it might be. So That's it, more that plausible than being come, the son of he's God. He's actually come down, um, and they, people don't want us to know this. That might because be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, honestly, it was mad. It's mad. I'll have to try and I'll have to try and because I gave him my number to. Cause <laughs> I gave <laughs> him my is number. A really elaborate no, ploy to give your number to like a gilf. No, no, but I gave my number to it because I was thinking. I was thinking I wanted to sort of text me the names of these books just so I can look at it and go, oh my God, this is just mad. It's like the Da Vinci Code or something. Don't I just want to know on. who's written these books and how much money to ca- get cashing in on this. You know what I mean? J.K. Rowling, mate. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. This is Harry Potter. Is it Gage winning? He's got a wand. The Philosopher's Bone. Shazam. <laughs> Stone, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few theories on what's causing these weird time 
slips in um, in uh, in Liverpool. The first is uh, my personal favourite, the little bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, the bedrock under Liverpool is sandstone, which I'm led to believe contains a high percentage of quartz. Right. Which can induce magnetic fields and mess with the human mind, and apparently time itself. Right. So so stone sandstone can do that. The crystal content in it, in it potentially, but combine that with the high voltage uh. lines of the underground railway station, which circulate the, the street. So that's like the tinfoil hat lovers just think it's it's a combination of quartz and uh, electrical mad electrical currents running through underneath the ground, just somehow uh, making <laughs> portals to the past. A bit. Uh, the only thing I can believe from from that theory is I'm still making up my own with it. Is that um uh if something to do with crystal content and something mixing meth. with it, yeah, and meth. No wonder you're seeing this crazy shit. You know what I mean, basically. You know what I mean? That's how I see it. If if, if there is a genuine excuse to that, it's got to be something in it which is making people hallucinate. But then why would the two of them be hallucinating the same thing with the crypt store? The thing as well, it's like when these people end up walking back in time, if I thought I stumbled through to, you know, the past, yeah, it, I would take a picture on my phone or I'd put something in my pocket. You'd do so If you really thought that you were somehow in the 1960s, you'd grab something, wouldn't you? Yeah, you definitely. I'd, I'd buy like... Fuck uh, buying it. I'd just nick it. I suppose you may as well. Just I've obviously got away with it because I came from the future. Well, Crips was, what was it? A clothes store, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, wouldn't you? You'd have to like nick a few things and just go, <laughs> fuck you for a start. <laughs> Or give them, no, just give them two quid. They'll be like, what? I've got to <laughs> yeah. give you like pound ninety eight change. Just buy the shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walk in and go, I love the shop now. Buy the entire shop for I a tenner. I want the deeds. Deeds now. Deeds. <laughs> change it around. Do you want to hear the craziest one? Go on in. The Donald T- Trump, Nikola Tesla time travel conspiracy. Right, okay. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> It's amazing. So just before world-famous esoteric inventor Nikola Tesla died in New York, I mean, everyone knows who he is. He was working on loads of crazy stuff like wireless transmission of energy and fire-out stuff, including time travel. Right, okay. And while I was working on, I mean, anyone can work on time travel. You know, I could do it with this bottle cap. Yeah. Just, you know, attach a light bulb to it and say, I'm working on time travel because you can't be done. (laughs) (laughs) But Tessa, he told a reporter apparently that he got trapped in an electrical field when he was doing some experiments and he could see the past, present and future and he was only able to sort of get out of this weird field when one of the assistants saw what was going on thinking he was being electrocuted and turned the power supply off. Now, I don't know whether Tessa's a bullshit. He seems, he's a cl- very clever man, obviously. Well, we, never do, we did an episode on him, didn't we? And, uh, and, um, no, did we? I'm sure we did. Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie. Of <laughs> I don't know. We didn't do one of the yeah, moon landing. The moon landing was one of my favourites. What one's that one? I time travelled for that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever podcast it? Time travelling podcaster? I don't. We haven't done one on Tesla. I'm sure we have. Nope. Who, who did we do? Not Tesla. I'm sure we've done an Electric Man. It wasn't Electric Man. Who the fuck? Who am I thinking of then? Don't know. It's not. It's not him. Well, we, yeah, whatever. Tesla one. I'm saying we've done that. Electric Man. <laughs> sure, I swear we've done Tesla. Oh, I'll have to check. If we have, this is weird. I swear we have. Because he's the one who's trying Mandela to get free power to everyone. Time travelling Mandela effect, yeah. Yes, yeah, it we, is. We have done it. We have done it. I know we have. What? I'm sure we have. Someone can tell tell us. I don't know. Go anyway. for it. 
But when he died, when <laughs> yeah. Tesla died, the US government confiscated all of his files because he was um, just some sort of brainiac. Yeah. And uh, I believe members of the Trump family were the f- like some of the first people into his apartment. But anyway, anyway, but due to like Tesla's complicated maths in his in his um, in his in his papers, the US government gave his files to an electrical engineer uh, and a scientist at MIT called Professor John Trump, Donald Mr. Trump's Mr. actual uncle, Mr. Donald Trump's uncle. Yeah, ju- it's real. That's 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 fact. Right. Okay. Because, I mean, I know we've been talking about some nuts stuff. This is real so far, what I've said. Tesla died, they got his files, and they gave them to Trump's uncle. Right. No bullshit, 100%. Uh, Now, here's the crazy conspiracy part. There's a lot of coincidences I'm not going to mention in this story. You've got to check them out for yourself. And I'm not sure if any of this really means that Trump is a time traveller, but there are some insane coincidences Simpsons would have you believe that he's a time traveller, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, yeah. There's a, it's got to be an episode on him at some point, because that uh, Matt Groening, like we said before, because there's a lot of things he's said. I know he's done about a million episodes of stuff, so probably something, the chances are something will come true, because it's just so... But it's pretty random, Donald Trump, to be Prime Minister, waving on the... Tra- yeah, yeah. What? I know, it's pretty mad, that is, to be fair, isn't it? So 126 years ago in... 1893, a book was written by a dude called Ingersoll Lockwood, right? right. It was called Baron Trump's Marvellous Underground Journey. Now, obviously, everybody knows Baron Trump, uh, Donald Trump's youngest son uh, is Baron Trump. Right, yeah. It's a bit of a coincidence. It's a, it's a real book, this. It's not like some sort of internet sort of urban legend. You can, you can buy it. It's definitely there. It's real. It was published in 18... 93, and there's a sketch of little Baron Trump in it, and it looks like Baron fucking Trump. Right, really looks like, right, okay. But it's like a pencil sketch, so yeah. it could just, you could, I don't know, I might be squinting, let's just say that. Yeah. And now the story takes place in Russia, which also adds madness to the story, because people think that Russia fucked about in the, uh, in the US election, helping Trump become president. Yeah. Also, the story... The location where the story actually pans out is in um, a vast cave system in the Western Urals in, in Russia, which at the time of writing, nobody even knew existed. Okay. Now, interestingly, the cave system has supposedly produced some really odd artifacts that look modern, out-of-place artifacts, if you will. Yeah. You know, like really small, perfect ball bearings and spark plugs in rocks and, you know what I mean, that kind of weird, like an internal combustion engine inside a, a rock that's seven million years old. The, the ill, super fast travelling train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be good from the NHS. Maybe they should invest in that because anyone who's ill, they go, look, we really don't know. <laughs> We're overstocked at the moment. You know, you've got a five-week waiting time, but if you jump on this train for a nanosecond, it's done. It's done. You'll be, you'll be ready. You'll be ready, you'll be, you know, your appointment can go through, you'll be out You'll be out, and, well, we'll put you back in the time machine while doing the operation. In theory, the operation will be done in a nanosecond. You'll be done. No dramas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this cave system, um, Ingersoll Lockwood didn't know it existed. He just, in the book, he just said, oh, it happens here. Right. In a cave system. And then years later, oh, there's a fucking cave system there. So in the story, Baron Trump, who, by the way, is a wealthy, rich, young man living in a place called Trump... Tower, uh, Trump Castle, sorry, or Castle Trump, which is very much like Trump Tower. Yeah. He finds a secret porthole into the hollow earth, which allows him to travel through time. That's the story. 
Baron okay. has a guide who travels with him. And he wrote this book in what, 18 something? Yeah. So Baron Trump has a guide with him, and his guide's called Donald, right? And they travel through time together, and Lockwood writes how they explore an area called the Goggle Zone, which people say sounds a hell of a lot like Google, which, I mean, right, okay. might be clutching. Anyway, <laughs> three years later, in 1896, Ingersoll Lockwood releases a sequel to Baron Trump's marvellous underground adventure. Right. And it's ominously called The Last President. Right. In it, Donald, the character in the first book, has become an extremely wealthy and influential businessman living on Fifth Avenue in New York City, which is where Vol- Trump Towers on Fifth Avenue. Right. And to top it off, Donald decides to run for president. So what the actual fuck is going on? That's yeah, yeah, insane yeah. coincidence. Imagine if he actually does. Do- uh, uh, Baron, when, how old is he now? He's like 16 or something. No, he's saying that Donald runs for president. Oh, right. Do- okay, okay. He okay. said Donald's now a powerful, wealthy businessman oh, right. living on not, Fifth not Avenue. Not Baron. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah, he's just a guy with Baron. So in the story, Donald wasn't a particular popular man, and he also wasn't expected to win the election, but he did. And when he did win, people protested like mad, which they did in real life. And in the in the book, Ingersoll describes um, a socialist and anarchist uprising, writing outside Donald's uh, Fifth Avenue residence on the 3rd of November, 1896. Now, the 3rd of November is also a mad, crazy coincidence because the next... U.S. general election is the 3rd of November 2020. Right, okay. <laughs> what the actual fuck? So so does that mean they... In the book, is he already president or, or is he... like? Because in theory, if that's the case for the 3rd of November and he wins again now, but he's unexpected to win, maybe, probably, because he probably will be. It's, it's Mate, well, yeah, he might do, he might do. But it gets, it gets madder, though, mate, because... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I'm like, going, no, it's rubbish. Nah, nah, nah. Just got lucky once. <laughs> it's about 50 times he's got lucky. Also in the novel, right, President Donald picks, a, uh, picks his secretary for agriculture. He's a dude going by the name of Laugh Pence. And <laughs> Trump's, Laugh Pence? Uh, Trump's vice president is Mike Pence. What the fuck? Seriously? Yes. All that is dead fact. It's in books written over 120 years ago. I need to so the theory is this. this book. I might need to try and order a copy of it. You can't, mate. They'll come after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the theory is Trump is a time traveller sent back in time to the 1890s by his uncle John, who sees Tesla's time machine blueprints. And when he did, he saw the future and the possible incoming and, uh, and impending apocalypse. And he knew exactly what had to be done to get where he is today, ensuring that the Trump family becomes one of the most powerful in the world and also avoiding the end of days. In the process of doing this, somehow Ingersoll Lockwood knew this and wrote a series of what seemed like prophetic books about the... He's like retroactively writing it almost. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> so you think, though, if, if, um, if Trump had a time machine, surely he wouldn't have gone bankrupt the times he did, or maybe that's just what he had to do. Maybe he had to go bankrupt and make himself look like he's risen from the ashes so to speak, and look normal just to get where he is. I don't know. There's loads of interviews where he says, look, I have to do what I have to do. And people are like, what does he, what does he mean? He's just, well, he's just speaking. He's, he's not just <laughs> going, well, I'm, I'm, not, he's not thinking. I'm not going to let something go wrong, tits up. I've just got to do this to stop it from doing that. But people say it's because he knows what he has to do because he's seen it because he went back into the, to the 1890s using, using Tesla's time machine. 
so he's now uncle he's back engineered. So this, so does that mean when he when he uh, will he time travel back again? What will he do? Who knows? Don't know, mate. Well, yeah, I suppose you're not a time trial for yourself. Yeah, I know what Trump done. Maybe you just have to read The Last President. It'll tell us at the end. Yeah. I'm going to have to look at the, these, try and find these Real books, books just man. To, just to, so I can laugh at them. Like, in a good way. I mean, like, just to go, ha, 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 look at that, ha, ha, it's happening. It's crazy, isn't it, though? Yeah. Them coincidences are. I mean, if you think about how many people have lived, the and names, how many books have been written. The names as well. Okay, yeah. he got Pence wrong, as in, like, his first name. He spelled Baron differently in the book as well. Nah, it's not as bullshit then. <laughs> yeah, fuck it all off. No, Baron it. Trump, and he's, he's actually got his name, but just spelt slightly wrong. Yeah. Donald Trump, he's got his name right. I think he called him Don in the and, book. And got um, Pence wrong, but like, you know, it's not true then now. It's fucking weird though, isn't it? Yeah. You're like, wow, man. Lots of coincidences can happen when you've got that many people on the earth. It can yeah, happen. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a it's like free, basically he's though, he's got two names dead on really. As in the way you'd say it. Dates, yeah. locations. Lo- dates, locations. Okay, he's Pence he's got right, but it's not the first name he's got right. But Demar, Demar. Maybe he's... I'll what, what, what's uh, what's the, the, the name? Le- laugh Pence, he calls him. He's probably got a brother called Laugh or something. He's about to come in. Oh, he's having a laugh. <laughs> he laughed Pence, And he yeah. said he was like uh, Secretary of Agriculture and Pence is the vice, isn't he? So it's all fucking bullshit then. Yeah, it's fucking wrong. Ingersoll. Hang your head. Didn't do. He didn't do very good there. Fucking got it completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's predicting something in the future. So that's, that's mad. Some of, the, some of the craziest time anomalies I could find. That's mad. That that, that the story of <laughs> Trump Baron the Trump. The mar the marvelous adventures. No, was it Baron Trump's marvelous underground adventure, <laughs> guided by Don, and then the the last president <laughs> on Fifth Avenue. He got his uncle's name right as well, didn't he? Uh, no, his uncle. No, his uncle wasn't in it. Oh, fuck him then. His uncle just got Tesla's papers. Oh, right, okay. He was able, then able to build the time machine and send Donald back to interact <laughs> and do whatever he needed to do. How big is this time machine? Is it massive, do you reckon? Don't know. Do you reckon it'd be the size of a bottle? Do you reckon it'd be... I suppose he's got a fit in it. Or does he? Just need zap him with a laser. Who knows? Fucking Tesla. Fucking knows. Tesla can do anything, apparently. Social media winners. <gasps> So um, it's two two this week. Yes, because we've got the uh, Josh Didcom. He's one for sharing the Josh did come. Yeah, Josh did come. When did he come? <laughs> yeah, he's one for sharing the uh, Bill Gates episode. And Holly Windia. I hope I'm pronouncing your second name correctly. She shared Colonial Park. Ah, okay. And Rob has been tirelessly, feverishly beavering away at two. Uh, Marvellous pieces of art here, yes. um, which will be sent out to you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. They're going down a storm. Everyone likes them. So who won the Donald Trump one? This I one. I don't know. That hasn't happened yet. Are you That's a time traveller? How yeah. how could somebody win this episode when we haven't even released it? But um, don't we? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing very well here, am I? I think you were a time travelling podcaster. <laughs> you got me. Fuck. Nobody's won this. Guess. No one's won it yet. Yeah. No Guess. one's won it yet. Fuck knows. Uh, I'm going to say um, Gary. Okay. Yeah, maybe. If someone adds comes onto the onto the page called, called Gary. Gary. Forget, then Gary Norman. Gary Norman. <laughs> really precise. <laughs> Gary Norman's won next week for an episode that we haven't <laughs> released. He's not even involved in this. Imagine that. But if you are. I'm going to write a book. Then you have to win. It's going to happen. Yeah. If, if someone called Gary Norman... 
likes our page, we might have to like just have a, an automatic veto win there. Yeah, it is. It will be. Yeah, okay. Someone's going to make a Gary Norman Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> to be honest, if they've gone through that effort just for a picture, they can have it. Definitely, 100%, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to win next week, you just got to share on whatever social media you, you're on. Yes. Basically, whether that be Instagram. Yeah. Twitter's Instagram, really, Facebook. really lame. Is it, for that? So just do it on Instagram or Facebook then. Facebook's probably better. Yeah. It's got a bigger reach. The more people share, the more people see. And yeah. that helps us. And that helps us be able to give more prizes out yeah. in the future and gets us... <coughs> pardon me. Um, gets us sort of up there in the ratings and the podcasts because people start listening. And yeah. that's what we want. The more, the more uh, people that listen, the more chances of things happening you know what it's I mean? good fun yeah it's so. all good fun and the more people involved the better it gets so uh yeah man so cool do what you need to do and we'll see you next week yeah have a good one everyone <laughs>